We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Welcome to Mavs Moneyball Group Therapy. Nick acting like I didn't know if I was muted. Folks, I just don't want to start the show. I don't really want to do this. This sucks. The Mavericks just got their asses whooped in the second night of a back-to-back by the Chicago Bulls, 144-115. to They gave up 82 points, which was the most they've ever given up in a half in franchise history. They tied for the second worst loss, uh, second most points ever given up in a loss, 144. Um, just filled filled with historic data, these these Dallas Mavericks losses. Like last night, no team in 25 years have had ever has, has lost a game by by missing six free throws in a row. Um, I don't have anything to say. I'm not excited. I'm glad some of you are very excited about the uh the other things that are going on with the team, like like watching a second round rookie score some points while also, you know, having to share the floor with JaVale McGee. Um I just I, I don't have any juice in me. This sucks. It's just a waste of our time. I, the the product that this team has assembled, I've been right in every fucking step of the way. And I, I remember over the summer when we're questioning the JaVale McGee signing and there's a lot of people in the local media that are giving me, well, like any of them have ever seen JaVale McGee. Sorry. No, I'm so tired. <laughs> this sucks so much ass. I just, oh yeah. Ethan notes McGee can get traded in five days to who for what he's the worst contract signing of the off season. Six year, six million dollars for three years for a thirty-five year old asthmatic center who gave he was a negative fifteen in five minutes. Do you know how hard that is? I respect it. Oh, y'all are great. Okay, let's talk some shit. This team sucks. It's awful. All right, Ewan, what's up? Hey, what's up? 
I just, I need a drink. I'm, I'm so tired. I was up to like 3.30 in the morning doing this garbage, only to get up and do it again. What are we yeah, doing? I, I tried to stay up for um, one last night because I had a lot to say, but I, I, it, was, it, was, it was tough for me to, to, to hang out for that one. But um, yeah, I had myself a drink before this game because I knew something, it, it was going to be bad. So <laughs> I actually sat and watched the whole game, minute, minute, second for second, and it was... I mean, Spence came out hot. I'm like, okay, okay, you might have, you know, he might try something, but it's just Spence is just he just and a go get bucket for myself. That's just pretty much what he is. You know, good slasher. You know, he can get hot from shooting, but he's when it comes to getting people involved, that's 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 not his forte. And as you watch the game, you realize this is this is the team that Luca's been dragging. For the last three years, like this is, we went to seven against the Clippers with KP pretty much doing like this is the same exact team, pretty much. Yeah, oh, it is the same team. Only the other players have slowly gotten worse while Luca got better, and nobody. It's so like last year was sort of the peak of the peak, and it's it's hard to build off that. I mean, I I still think Dorian awakes up at some point, but you know, Brian just notes it in the chat. He was unplayable. Twenty minutes of nothing. He had right. one assist. And two turnovers. Dorian yeah. Finney Smith, old reliable. Yeah, he's on he's on he's on the um Reggie Bullock Island right now. We have a Reggie Bullock is on. That's he's he's pretty much running laps right now. And like back to the Luca part, it's like you know, they say Luca ball dominant and whatnot, but it's like he controls the pace. So, you know, that limits, you know, bad possession, that limits, you know, um, DFS trying to dribble or Frank trying to dribble or somebody that's not a dribbler that's trying to put the ball on the floor, you know, and that don't, you know, that limits fast break for the other teams and actually slows down the game. So your defense is better. It hides hide some of your defensive, um, you know, capabilities that you don't have. And in this game where you see Luca's not there to control the tempo, you see it just, we just got ran out of the building. It was just, it was just, it was tough. It's tough. Yeah. And and then you go back to Tim Hardaway Jr. It's like, I don't know why like, he was he drank some secret stuff and it ran out. Like he's back to me. And... <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. It was... Shout out to Frank Milikina <laughs> for getting up seven shots and not hitting any of them. He, my son, did this today at YMCA ball. The difference is he's six. So you know, Frank, Frank just stealing money once again. Congratulations to him. Yeah, and and last of things is like um. It's like J Kid. Once you see the game get to that point, you already have a kind of process that is going to be a loss. Like you know, just get the kid in, get him in, get Kemba in, see what's going on. He brings in um, Bullock and Frank to like those. They supposed to be some defensive stoppers. Like, come on, bro. Like, what are you doing? Like, the game is over. Like, just, it's it's over. We, we don't have it. it. Just you know, just they gave up in the second quarter. It's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. And, you know, you see a surprise in the starting lineup. You think he's going to, you know, start Hardy right away. Oh, yeah. You know? that, that was, somebody fucked that up in the scorer's table. Everybody was so excited. It's like, oh, neat. Yeah, get the juice going. And I know Harp said it, too. Um, Dragic, he, he he has some impact. You know, he's it's weird. Like, it's weird. The guy who plays basketball and has looked good while playing basketball is good at basketball versus the mythical player who hasn't played basketball. <laughs> I, can't, I can't fucking imagine why that is. Oh my god, we get killed by two. Well, our old guy that like he's forty is better than pretty much 
a lot of the players on our team, and he's 40, and he's only playing seven minutes a game. And then this guy named Williams with a blonde spot in his head is like, it, it was bad. Today was bad. But I'm, I'm glad I had my drink before I started to watch. And, um, yeah, man, I don't know. It's Hopefully there's some help on the way. I know you said there's no help on the way, but hopefully in five days we can, we can work something out. Hopefully. Well, thanks for hanging out, big guy. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, y'all are savage in the chat. Some of y'all need to to hear hear the sound of of life, which is that was absolutely a baby that I hope Ewan was holding because that's dedication, okay? Not only do you stay up late on the East Coast to watch a garbage Mavs team lose by 30, you then hop on a crazy person live chat while holding a baby. That is what this is about. All right, coming up next, let's go with uh, who we got. My man Brian, who is at an eventful evening. I think you were at a wrestling show, right? I was. I'm on speakerphone. I'm driving home. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you sound good. Fantastic. Well, I sounds like I spent my day a lot better than watching this dog shit of a game. <laughs> like, Kirk, I, I wanted you to be mad. I wanted everybody to be rage, but like the team has broken you, and that makes me sad. Oh, I'm mad. Like, I was like, I did a six-minute podcast last night. Six minutes recap, and like half of it is me sighing deeply. <laughs> well, and it, 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 it's like, uh, you know, that uh, since I've gotten to know you a little bit, it's more fun when you're like rage. You have like a rage truck, but like the team is like gradually broken you. But because uh... no, there's no there's no joy in being right. Like like Josh Green becoming a functional basketball player is delightful. So if people right. rub it in my nose that I thought he sucked, it's fine because it means the Mavericks have a good thing going. So it's like it, it, being being right about about you know Javale McGee earns me nothing. It just means <laughs> that the same people who tell me I'm wrong all the time, I remember that I'm not because I'm not. Like, like basketball yeah. is a is a straightforward sport to explain, and you and I have talked about this a lot as you've been writing for it. It is incredibly difficult to master the explanation and understanding of what's happening, but the basics are there for people to see. You were my favorite where you chimed in on the Mavs Moneyball Slack where you're like, what happened to JaVale McGee during these minutes? And it's like, he is awful. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's impressive, Kirk, because, like, I, I, I apologize if I've mentioned this to everybody in the chat before. There was a half, to start the second half of the Brooklyn game earlier this season, JaVale McGee gave up five points in 45 seconds. I don't know how you do that. It's like but two like, possessions. God bless. It's two possessions. What two it's possessions? How, like, how do you do that? But, um, I, yeah, and I, I did actually have a wonderful time covering uh, – uh, final battle, Ring of Honor today. Fantastic. Uh, I've never actually been to the UTA area. Uh, College uh, Center uh, Stadium where the Wings play. Fantastic little location. Very cool spot. Uh, but if you could real ge- uh, bear with me, I do actually want to vent on Jason Kidd a little bit. You know what boils my piss, Kirk? This passive-aggressive bullshit he continues to play on social media Oh, well, the fans are, you know, playing coach to this team, blah, blah, blah. Fuck you, dude. Like, and then he's, like, bitching about, like, oh, like, who made this schedule? Like, what ridiculous? Like, no, absolutely not. Like, how many, like, we've joked in the Slack before. How many, like, chickens have the Mavericks, like, sacrificed? The kids is, like, ridiculous easy schedule oh yeah we don't even talk about that that often you do because you have to hear hear us in our Mavs Moneyball stuff yeah. like we rarely talk about it on the show the Mavericks have gotten unbelievably lucky yes like how, how many 
like star players have been gone and the Mavericks still lose that game. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear you bitch and whine that you had to play a home game and then go to a road game the next day. Like, right. get over it. And I haven't seen anything uh, in the postgame uh, comments. I just assumed he's just going to eat the L because all, all of those comments he said over the week age like milk, like everything else he says. Like, I think that drives me the most crazy. I mean, this team is what it is. And I always try to not get free mad, but like Jason Kidd always finds a way to boil my piss just because he's like, oh, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, like this passive aggressive bullshit. I just can't stand it, Kirk. I can't. I hear you. Yeah. <sighs> we'll drive safe, all right? I will, buddy. I'm about 30 minutes away, so uh, I will hang out, but uh, somebody get mad. Rage, rage. All right. Talk soon, buddy. Later. All right, let's go with uh, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Kirk, how's it going? It's okay. So how many people here uh, actually stayed in the torture chamber and watched the entire game and just keep asking yourself, why are you watching this? You know what the outcome is going to be. Oh, I mean, my wife came downstairs and just made a noise. She was like, ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I missed – I I stayed up. Yeah, I just went to bed a little early after that game. Uh, well, a little early. It was midnight. But I mean, it was late. I yeah, we didn't even hop on until 1230. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just I couldn't do it. And I, I did lose some sleep. I actually went straight to sleep, but then I woke up at 5 in the morning. I started thinking about the Mavs game, and it took me about an hour to go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. So I lost a little bit of sleep last night, and that was, that was pretty bad. Um, tonight, there's just not much to go for, other than it's nice to see Jaden Hardy can get buckets, you know, dri- driving the ball. He's got – I mean, oh, he's a nice player. He, not going to save this team this year, but it's nice to see him out there. And yeah, no, you know, Walker, good. I mean, he yeah. only hit, he didn't hit any threes, but I like the way they look. You know, there's not like when Josh was shooting last year, there was like a, a physical revulsion from the way I, his shot form looked. Um, but this it's just guy does not have that problem. Is it safe to say that by far the Mavs are the worst team when Luca's not on the floor, the worst team in the NBA? I don't know. It's close. I'm trying to think of any other team. Like I mean, if the you, Magic or Funky. The Spurs are just conducting a master class and being awful. Yeah. Um, yeah it just sucks that we're sure. like, I mean, God, just beginning of yesterday, you just think, I mean, we're going into that game. Things were going great. And I was going to get on the green, green room and be like, God, you know, we're on a four-game winning streak. And, you know, by April and May, all this this bad stuff we've been going through is going to be a distant memory. But, I mean, just how the way that game ended and and just everything. Yeah. Um, I just I don't I don't really have much to say. I just I'm going to the game next Friday when they go against the Trailblazers. So at least we got a home stand coming up. Do you know if Luca's injury? I, I didn't. He's not injured. He's not they, okay. They, it's just they, they have to do that. Okay. Like they have to come up with something, and I don't think he traveled. I didn't see him on the bench. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you probably got pissed. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go home. Shit, he stormed off the floor last night. Yeah. And I didn't really, you know, I don't like that. I don't like that sort of thing. But I get why. Yeah. Yeah. It's like maybe, you know, and, and the question of, you know, because it, it's probably for the best that they let him rest, but I don't know. Have you ever, as I mean, you and me have been Mavs fans for at least 20 years, right? Have you ever seen a Mavs, and I'm, not, I'm talking about the game from yesterday, but have you ever seen a meltdown like that ever? Like, just the other team is just handing you the game on a silver platter. I mean, for like the last five minutes, and you just find ways intentionally to lose. I mean, you're shooting 42% or whatever from the free throw line. I mean, junior high teams shoot better than that from the free throw line. It's just, it's crazy. But hopefully they can do something on this homestand. They just got to go back on a run. 
hopefully get another three-game winning streak and then go from there. But this is a 500 team. So, I mean, the ups and downs of this season, I mean, don't we all love it, right? We're all yeah. happy in one day, and then we're, like, raging the next. It's just yeah, – I just want the playoffs to kind of hurry up and get here. Hopefully we can make the playoffs. But anyway, let's let's try to get a win on Monday. Sure thing, man. All right. All right. Talk soon. This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down, we break down who will be cutting, cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys! It's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hit Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. All right, coming up next, let's go with Ruben. How you doing, buddy? Yo, Kurt. Um, yeah, this game was shitty. And uh, I feel like JK just gives us the biggest middle finger by just like uh, starting C Wood and tricking everybody, thinking Hardy's going to start when it's really hard away. And uh, why would, like, you could tell, like, from the get go that this, most of the starters, maybe C Wood has some juice, but you could tell from the get go, none of these guys had energy. Like, 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 <laughs> Do you not know how to inject energy into your team? Or well, my- so they landed at 4, or they got to the hotel at 4 a.m. This is what he was talking about in pregame yesterday. So it's like the fact that they all looked like ass, I'm, I'm having a hard time criticizing that. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to criticize that, but the one young player that you do have on the team that you did call up last minute that actually had more points than Drogic and uh, looked fucking nice. All right, I'll cut my bullshit and off. Hardy looked nice against real competition. It The first couple shots, you know, he looked a little nervous and whatnot. Like, it was a couple... He was on the court for a couple minutes before he even touched the ball, actually, because um, they were running shit through Frank. For... <laughs> when, like, literally. But Hardy, I mean, Hardy's not a point guard. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not even going, I'm not even there yet. Dorian tried to drop to the hoop twice, lost it twice. Timmy, I think, tried to drop to the hoop twice, lost it twice. Um, Frank tried to go up for a layup, got his, you know, packed. Here comes Hardy. What is he, 19, 20? I don't even know. Goes up, gets his, I guess they've been doing their research. He gets his shit packed by the whole goddamn Chicago Bulls team. No foul call. Cool. You know, he tries to shoot a three, misses it. But then after that, like, 
his bag is so it looks effortless and so smooth. Can you can you just let me know what you saw from Hardy tonight if you bear to watch this? I watched. Game. I mean, what was your I don't opinion? Really have any thoughts? Like most, like most of his significant minutes are paired with Javale McGee, where it's it's that's not real basketball to me. Like like McGee shot two threes. I just I feel so I feel so sorry for Hardy when he got an open three for a teammate, but it was Javale. <laughs> It was so laughable. I was like, oh, shit. It's okay, Hardy. Walk it off. And no, everybody on the court didn't even move. Yeah. Yeah, he dribbled. But, um, like he dribbled like he was shooting a free throw from the corner. Yes, and did like a Superman. Like he was about to hit the best three in the universe. And it just doing. But is J-Kid's comment after the game? I don't know who asked the question, but somebody just reposted the comment. Oh yeah, we have to find Hardy minutes. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? What do you do for this team? You don't draw up any plays. You let other coaches run the practice. And according to you in the post game comments, you don't set the lineups. Is that what you're telling me? Did he actually say that? He, I literally <laughs> reposted it. Um, uh, I want to give credit where credit is due. Look. No, I, I just it's uh, it started with a G. Um, he always um posts the the post game comments. Oh yeah, Hardy looked nice out there. We have to get. We have to find him more minutes, bro. He just gave you more points than Compazzo Dragic. And looked more capable than any vet that you had on the floor tonight. And you're still scratching your ass with a thumb in your ass trying to find this man more minutes. Like, after this night, like, there's, like, what he will do with this game, what he what he did with uh, the OKC game, the Seawood. Oh, well, guys, you see, we can't start Seawood. We get blown out by goddamn 50 points every time. Fuck you, Jay Mid, bro. Like, I already know what he's going to twist this to. But if Jay Hardy, Jaden Hardy deserves minutes. I'm not saying start him, but he deserves minutes in the league. And that's all I'll say so you can get some sleep and take a vodka shot. Have a good night, Kurt. Dude, buddy. Talk soon. All right. Brandon, how are we doing? <laughs> Can't complain, man, but. Yeah, them boys got uh got run up off the court. I was I was looking at um NBA League Pass, some of their older games, um, the box scoring stats, and I noticed like the games that they lose is just like constant shots around the three point line and no inside points. And when they win, they get some inside points. So that's either telling me that they're not getting any second chance points or Luca's uh shooting from the outside and when they're winning, they're either getting secondhand points or Luca sitting from the inside. But I mean they definitely need uh a three or, or, or small four, whatever you want to call it these days, because the way that I see the mass being built or built is guards and bigs, and that's it. They don't have any type of uh, real athleticism that can, you know, guard uh, agile, quick, long players, uh, people that can penetrate, or any type of presence that can go in, uh, get second second chance points, 
or be some type of paid presence. So, I mean, you go from Maxie to Javel to uh, Christian and, and, and Dwight, uh, all the way down to, to your guards, which even includes Tim, which essentially, to me, is like a guard. And you got taller players like Dorian. And I guess if you want to think about it, to me, the only real three on the team is Reggie. And that dude's not athletic. I mean, I like him, but he's just not athletic. It just got exposed. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't think Donovan had to do a lot of homework to say, hey, just let them dudes just shoot threes and they're not going to guard us in the paint. This is right. right. <laughs> no type of homework. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's in the stats. I mean, those guys, if you go back and look at league pass and look at the box score and their, their statistics, I mean, it's just like a line drawn around from one side of the three point line to the other, just shots with no inside presence. And I mean, you don't have to prepare for that. The dudes are shooting terrible and you know, they're not going to score on the inside. So you live by the three and die by the three. And it's kind of, you know, how they got exposed today. That's right. I mean, that's, that's kind of how the team is built. So I went and looked. Second chance points. Uh, Dallas Mavericks are 25th in the NBA with 11.8 second chance points per game. Um, then for context, like the Raptors are first at 17.6. So. And it's like it, – and it's, what's crazy is Zach, Zach Levine is good, but that dude just – he did what he wanted to do. Everybody just kind of went in and did what they wanted to do. But what, yeah. what got me is, is the second chance points. I mean, those guys just – it's like they just stood there, and I mean, Dallas always has that tall guy that moves like a train, left or right or back and forth, and that's Powell to the fullest. He sticks his arms up, and you know he's a big body that could block people from getting in the paint, but he can't move with them. You know he he fouls a lot, um, he gets beat a lot, and he's just not any type of person that's gonna make people adjust their game. They don't have any type of person that could you know um, make people adjust their game. People just run all over the court, and, uh, this, you know, that's just how Dallas is built. There are a lot of fives, a lot of twos and ones, but, you know, no real – in a four, no threes and no athleticism. It's just a, a traditional nobody, Dallas team. Certainly nobody who can take anybody off the dribble. And that's just – Nobody. You know, Luca can take mid-range shots, but that's – that's yeah, they're they're very – they're built very similarly like a, like a poorly fa- – Kind of like the old Houston Rockets teams with Harden, but like much worse. I mean, those Rockets teams had some players, and I just this Mavs team just just has guys that are kind of feel like at this point in the season it's too early to feel like they're on their last legs, but that's what it feels like. And it's like, and if Dallas wasn't just like historically a five hundred team, I would think different. But this year, it just seems to me there, it's just the it's like the to me the lights are too bright for for all these new guys. They brought in a new regime, you know, Rick left with all that knowledge, all that information. Now you got the front office is new, the coaching staff, you know, is kind of turned over. You still got Armstrong and, and guy sham guy, but you know, it's a new look on the, on the inside, the front office. And it's to me, it's like, you know, they came with these big ideas, but the light's too big for them. It's just like, yeah. we're just going to roll out these guys and, and, you know, just hope everybody go to the game and they don't know what to do after that. Just outside of depending on Luca. Well, thanks for hanging out, man. Glad you joined right. us again. Thank you. All right. Talk soon. All right. Got a couple more folks and we're going to go. Mr. Dang, what's up, buddy? Give Doe a second. Come out of the chat. See what he's thinking before we all go to sleep. Uh, there he is. Can you hear me? A little bit. Talk a little louder. Is that better? 
Same old, same old, man. It's just, I'm just tired, so tired of getting gaslit. It's just, just insane, you know, just listening to, to Jason Kidd. I just, I just want to rip my hair out. You know, last night I wanted to get in the chat and raise my hand, but I was so pissed. I couldn't do it. And tonight you'd think it'd be a little bit better, but it's not. It's just always a freaking excuse crying about the schedule, crying about this, crying about that. You know, I'm sick of it. When is it ever going to end? When is he ever going to be accountable? I mean, what can we do to get a fire Jason Kidd fan club? Did it work for Milwaukee? You know, what was the final straw that broke the camel's back when he was there? Does he have to harass somebody? I don't understand. Not really sure. Not really sure. It's tough. You know, how much is enough? I mean, crap. We're a lotto team without Luca. You know, it's just, it's rudderless. I mean, what motivation does, does he have to stay with us after two years? You know, I don't know. I mean, I want to have hope, you know, but it's just the effort's not there. The body language is terrible. You know, just, you know, last year it was pretty bad, you know, around this year and they turned it around. But this is a team that's a year older without Jalen Brunson. Yeah. Know, I'm not you... seeing a path. I just don't see it. They were they won 70% of their games last year after the new year. Um, I just don't see how they do that because Luca was injured at that point and then yeah. COVID. And then there's plenty of reasons for this, for this, you know, for you to say, okay, they're going to figure something out. Uh, I don't see what that something schedule. is right now. We, we just fucked up the easiest part of our schedule too. Now this, the rest of December sucks. Like this is, yes. I mean, the NBA is hard. I mean, you go look at the standings. The, the Mavericks are 11th in the West and they're, and they're 13 and 13. Yeah. You know, it's, the play in here we come, you know. That's what I see. You know, I I just want it to be fun and competitive. But we just, you know, the early games that we we kept on making it, winning them just by a little bit. We made those stupid mistakes. Well, it's coming back to boomerang us in the ass and these close games against great teams that don't make those kind of mistakes. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for hanging out, man. We'll talk soon. All right. All right, man. Thanks a lot, bud. Appreciate right, you doing these. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to get out of here early tonight, but first, Sam's going to send us off. What's up, Sam? What's up, Kirk? You got me? Oh, yeah. All right. I'll be I'll be quick because, yeah, it's, I didn't even watch the game. Like, I was out just doing stuff. and I forgot they were playing, to be honest, until I just said, oh, they're playing today. Let me see the score. And then I saw 84 to 53 at halftime. I said, yep, I didn't need to watch this game. So, <laughs> it was um, it was this. The thing is. I would have been fine with the last night if we just won last night. Because I would have been like, okay, I expect us to lose just with the schedule. So I would have been okay. But the way they – I still can't get over last night. That was horrible, just the way they just blew that. And I don't know what can change, like, for this year anyway. Because there's no trade we can make. Nobody wants Bertans unless we give up a pick. So we can't get rid of salary. Nobody wants JaVale McGee because God knows why we gave him three years, $18 million. And it's, it's, I don't want to say it's hopeless, but this year it's just, what can you do? There's really nothing you can do. And yeah, Luca, um, you know, he's great. Cause I, I was listening to the, um, I think it's called the Hoop Collective with Brian Windhorst and yep. Tim and them. And, you know, he was comparing them to the 2018 Cavs. Oh, excuse me, the 2008 Cavs, where it was just, 
Oh, excuse me, 2007 Cavs. Yeah, by the time, like, basically, the, 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 the first run LeBron years where they fucked up so many things. That and some of that about LeBron's behest, honestly, because LeBron's a, like high key one of the worst GMs um, in basketball history, but he's just an amazing basketball player. But yeah, they were like the the similarities are 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 dark. That that that's concerning. So I don't know if we're gonna get to that point. I don't know, if, you know, what kind of personality Luca has. Um, but just one more quick thing, actually, uh, I heard Chris say earlier about the meltdown. I do remember there was one meltdown that just. It just kills me every time I think about it. I think it was 2005 in the playoffs when Dallas was playing Phoenix, and it was game six, and uh, Steve Nash did like a time three to send the game to overtime, and Dirk just went off on Jason Terry. for I don't know if he – I guess he just didn't cover him or he just let him shoot the three or something happened, and he just went off. And I, I remember that meltdown like perfectly because I remember I was watching it with my family at the time, and everybody was just screaming like, why'd you let him shoot <laughs> Yeah, and that, that just sticks in my mind. So that's that's just a meltdown I remember. But other than that, um this sucks, man. <laughs> this it is does. this is horrible. And I don't know, like I said, I don't know what can be done to fix it. I don't expect us to win seventy percent of our games this year. We've already blown so many close games and <sighs> Jason Kidd is not a good coach. He is horrible. This this guy sucks. Like I mean, he like he sucked. Like as always, we can blame so many of of where we are because of the Lakers. Genie Bus pulled his ass out of out of unemployment because he sat around for a year after his after the Bucks let him go. Nobody hired him. Like think about that. Think about how often guys. Do you remember the last time like a head coach just went away for a year and came back? Like when's the return of a of a previous head coach worked out? I'm just, I, I I'm sure there's examples. I just can't think of any. Yeah, I mean, not not many. I mean, Mike Brown's doing pretty decent in Sacramento right now, but that's a good one. No, that is that, and that's why I asked the question because it's just like he, but he got you know, kid got let go from from the Bucks for Chris Middleton was like, I'm not playing for this guy anymore. Yep, you know that's going to get disputed for anybody that really digs down deep into it. But I know because I know somebody who worked for him. That's how it happened, and it's it's frustrating because that's never going to happen here. You know, he got plenty of years with the Bucks because of how well he performed that first year, even though their second year was a train wreck. I mean, it's, it's, this is, this is just sort of the way, like, we're, we're just going to have to deal with this. Like, I, I hope the kid figures it out. I hope that they come up with something. I mean, then the second thought is, I just don't really see how, because it's like the players aren't changing. Kid can't do that. I mean, kid locked us into a, you know, double down on a, on a bad player in McGee, but you know, the rest of the roster, like, like that's a group effort that the Mavericks have put together. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the issue is with Nico and Kid and Cuban. I don't know if there's like a disconnect because I feel like somebody says one thing, but then another guy saying another thing, and you have Cuban over here saying That's the way it's been the whole time. Yeah, I mean, Rob Vulgaris got brought in as basically shadow GM because Donnie wasn't doing his damn job, and then you had three people doing stuff. Like, like one of the complaints that I remember from from Cato when he wrote that article was, you never know who was actually doing the dealing for Dallas. Like, that's a problem. Yeah, Cuban invited the chaos. I remember reading about that. He like, I enjoy like topsy turvy type shit. And it's like, like well, nobody like like no, it's not it's not adulthood. It's not real business. I just, All right, let me this is the podcaster. What do I know? Let me get off, man, because I'm I can go on for like another thirty minutes at this point. But fuck this team, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully they pull out of it. Thanks, Sam. Talk soon. Have a good night. All right. All right, fellow uh, gluttons for punishment. We'll be back here Monday night where the Dallas Mavericks face off against. Do they play?
I should have known this. Um, the Thunder. The Thunder uh, gave Dallas a historical loss already once this year. So hopefully they come out ready to kick some ass. Everybody be good. Talk to you a little later on Monday. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.